Welcome to Everyday Superhumans, the podcast about ordinary people doing extraordinary things. I'm Kyle. And I'm Charlie. Wait, something seems off today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought I had a co-host named Caroline. It's the same person. What? <laughs> just, oh, just different name. Man, we're so bad at trying to do these bits. <laughs> do you want to just go to the announcement? <laughs> what? Do you just want to go to the to the announcement? Yeah. My name is different because I'm the same person, but I am transitioning from a girl to a boy. Ooh. Yay. Or or a a woman to a man. Because mm. right now I look like a boy. <laughs> That's true. I look like a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> I don't. People probably think I can't even drive. They probably think that your ID's fake and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> so I would like to look like a man, and good old vitamin T, they call it, will help me do that. So, but also with that, my voice will be going through pure boot. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> my voice will be going through puberty again. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah. get to enjoy it. This will be a journey. Yeah. But you know what this makes us like? Every podcast is just two white dudes talking. That's true. That's, just, that's us now. We're just like every other podcast. That's true. But you know what makes us not like the other podcast? Because I'm trans. Well, okay. That's, that's one <laughs> thing. But the other thing is we just got featured in Austin Monthly again as Austin's best podcast of 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Applause. And it, Yay. It's so cool. Like uh, we featured it in their list in March for just the ultimate podcast list. And I guess they really liked what we did. And here we are. And we have to thank all of our guests mm-hmm. too. Guests and listeners. With, yeah. Without our guests and our listeners, we would not be able to do it. And like Austin is such a great city mm-hmm. to showcase. And we're really glad that we're here. Man. Yeah. This is such a fantastic city. I've been wanting to move here. I was, I'm a born and raised Texan. I grew up in the Dallas area and I've been, I've been wanting to move here since I just first stepped foot in Austin and back in high school mm-hmm. and to be like featured as an Austin monthly as one of the best podcasts in Austin. just is like such a huge, such a great thing to take joy in. Mm-hmm. Also, thank you to the people in Homa too. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't get the practice we need to get here. That's right. So if it wasn't for Homa and I would never met you. Down the bayou. Also, I never met you too. Yeah. Or gators or anything. Yeah, the Gator Cajun Man food. is still my most popular episodes, and that's not even Austin. I know. Trump. But go check out the other episodes if this is your first time listening. I highly recommend the Hope Outdoor Gallery, the Austin Pets Alive one, and Boss Babes. Leslie was one of the funniest guests we ever had. Anyways, though, talking about funny guests, though, we had a great interview with the Austin Parks Foundation. Yep. Colin Wallace, the CEO of the Austin Parks Foundation, was who we talked to, and... I didn't know that Austin had so many parks, like over 300 parks. It's ridiculous. And it's such a great, like, talking about the beauty of Austin and like, how great the city is, the parks here are like, part of the appeal for coming here. And mm-hmm. it's all thanks to Austin, Austin Parks Foundation working with the Austin Parks and Rec Department. To make them look pretty mm-hmm. because they also need our help, too. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because you only see, you only think about Zilker Park mm-hmm. and Auditorium Shores. Well, at least me because I live in the <laughs> South. So South Central. So, but, and I have a dog, but I digress. Um, But there's other parks out there that uh, need our help with uh, park maintenance and the Mm -hmm. infrastructure. Yeah, it's actually surprising. Like, uh, apparently, we are not considered to be the best city for parks. Mm -hmm. Although, despite our parks are really beautiful, that means they could get even more beautiful with volunteers and and, uh, donors 
to people or to organizations like the Austin yeah. Parks Foundation. Because we want our Tinder profile picture <laughs> to look the best. Yes. We talk about my Tinder profile in the episode. <laughs> it's one of the best bits we've ever done, I think. It's we're honest. And that's what is that? That uh, is that's the time <laughs> for us to shut up. Well, time's also, up. my timer on my on my stove to get the rice off the stove. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to Austin Parks Foundation to Colin Wallace, the CEO and one of the biggest superheroes we have here in Austin because he made the city so beautiful. Austin, kind of our dirty little secret as a city is that we don't take very good care of our parks. So really? Such you, nice parks around here. I know. It's I funny. You, you know, I hear that so often. But, but we, Austin as a city, is really blessed with an abundance of parkland. We have almost 30,000 acres of parkland, which when you look at the sort of national rankings puts us in the top 10 or so. But when it comes to funding parks and park maintenance and park infrastructure, we're down in like the bottom five. And so there's an organization called the Trust for Public Land, and they every year do a big sort of scoring system for the top 100 cities called Park Score. They actually just released it last week. And Austin moved up one notch. We're now number 48. Um, oh, yay. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. We're not last. Yeah, we're number 48. <laughs> and so we, we try and bring people to do sort of volunteer projects and parks and also raise private money to bridge the gap so do you work at the city a lot then yeah everything we do involves working with the city for the most part so typically you know all of our parks are are owned and managed by the city or most of our parks are owned and managed by the city or the county and so anytime we do a volunteer project or do a park renovation project or do programming or any of the things we do in parks we have to coordinate with the city how do you get money? Yeah, so we started out, we're actually celebrating our 25th year this year, which is our, our, our wow. actual birthday is June 12th, which is a week from Monday. Oh, wow. And our whole staff and board will be out in Zilker Park mulching trees, which would be great. But we uh, started out 25 years ago really as, as just this idea to get people more invested in their community parks by coming out and cleaning up trash and mulching trees and planting trees and cleaning up graffiti and whatever your local park needed. And it was it's different for everybody park and you know fast forward now uh 25 years later um our budget's about five million dollars a year we raise a lot of private money and we uh we don't take money Mm -hmm. from the city we Mm -hmm. we're sort of a a one-way channel the other direction all the money we raise goes back to the city effectively so okay so i read on your website that auditorium shores was a recent project that you did it was Was yeah like i moved here in 2016 so i i saw this done in 2015 was it kind of like a iffy kind of park before that? Because it's a beautiful park now. It's like yeah. favorite parks in Austin. It's really great. It was not unlike most parks. Uh, not much grass, no watering system to speak of, pretty poorly laid out, you know, kind of an afterthought. And so we worked collaboratively with the city and a couple of other groups and and, and there was also a big sort of, and that's a long story about Auditorium Shores, but there was a big uh, sort of conflict on, because the hike and bike trail, which sort of goes right through mm-hmm. Auditorium Shores and the sort of off-leash community, yeah. there was a real sort of dangerous intersection mm-hmm. of dogs and people and bikes. Mm-hmm. And so we sort of formalized the off-leash area, which was really contentious. Okay. Yeah. There were there were a few sort of people that made a lot of noise that we were somehow trying to you know do something seedy with the park. 
work, but really it was just part of a master planning effort that's that's gone back for years and years and years. Not unlike most parks in Austin, Auditorium Shores and and Town Lake Metropolitan Park, as that entire corridor is known, mm-hmm. uh, has had a master plan forever, but never any funding to do oh. anything with it. So I really like that park. Oh. I have a dog. I used to take her a lot to the off leash dog park area and where she can jump in the water and everything too but she's a little bipolar sometimes with her temperament so (laughs) i decided to just enjoy it myself nowadays but it's one of my favorite parks it's a great space i mean that view of downtown and yeah just all the people and the energy down there it's such a great space and there's always some sort of, you know, there's always something happening over mm-hmm. there. It just always feels sort of, you know, yeah. you can kind of feel the energy of Austin. So yeah. it is like a great space. The reggae festival. The reggae was, festival. Was there was yeah. recently. South by did their big, uh, uh, Garth Brooks played there mm-hmm. and they had their big concerts there and they recently had the food and wine festival. Yeah. There's a handful of events that happen there a year and now all the things that are happening at the long center across the street. So yeah, it's a, it's a great space. And the bat tours are right there too. Like yeah, you the, kinda have to That's right. And the uh, the boat tours and the duck tours and the bat mm-hmm. tours, sort of a lot of that stuff is uh is located right around there. And then all the things, a lot of times the city will close down sort of First Street and or Congress and there's various festivals that happen around there as well. So there's kind of always something going on around there. Yeah. Not to mention like the best like hike and bike trail I've ever been on. I, over the summertime, I always like run once a week on that trail. It's such a beautiful trail. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's, yeah. We're really lucky to have that. I think yeah. uh, it's one of the things that sort of probably drew me to doing what I do is, is running on that trail for the last 20 years or so. And it's, uh, it's pretty spectacular. So how did you get involved with the Austin Parks Foundation? Um, you know, pretty accidentally, really. I was for years, uh, I was a fundraiser for at the time when I started, it was called the Lance Armstrong Foundation and then it became Live Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was essentially a big dollar fundraiser. So I spent a lot of time in, in New York and, and, various places around the country raising money from pretty wealthy people Mm -hmm. and then I and I was on the road all the time and I had lived in Austin I've lived in Austin for a really long time and just decided I wanted to get sort of more involved locally with with my personal time and so I had been volunteering again because I said I'm a big runner and Mm -hmm. so I ran on the hike and bike trail a lot and I don't know about 10 or 15 years ago the the trail foundation started and so I started helping them and then I was on the advisory board and then I was on the board and then ultimately became the board chair. Um, I was the board chair when we raised all the money to help the city build the boardwalk. And it was just a really gratifying experience. And I was sort of looking to to get uh, leave, live strong and do something a little bit more close to home. Mm -hmm. And then this job came open. This is perfect. It's sort of everything that, Mm -hmm. you know, personally works for me and something more local. So I feel like everything falls into place. A lot of our guests kind of accidentally fall into something (laughs) and then they realize that they're really passionate about it. Yeah. And it's hard not to be, I mean, parks and trails and open spaces are what people love about Austin. I mean, you ask Mm -hmm. people what they love about Austin. No one's ever said like, Oh, we have these amazing skyscrapers downtown, (laughs) beautiful buildings. It's like, Barton Springs or the Hike and Bike Trail or Zilker Park or Bartholomew Park. Like, there's all mm-hmm. these amazing, the Green Belt. We're so mm-hmm. lucky with all these spaces that we have. And so I don't think I even realized when I took this job five years ago, sort of what I was getting myself into. But 
now it's just such a it's such a treat to to feel like to hear people say Auditorium Shores is their favorite space mm-hmm. and know that I had a little something to do with making it a nice space is mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a reason why I moved here was because of all the parks. And I knew that I wanted to get a dog too. Someone yesterday asked me in this interview, uh apparently our team asked her if you were an animal, what animal would you be? And she was explaining to me this random, uh, very interview-related response about wh- why she wanted to be an otter. She <laughs> turned it back on me and said, what animal would you want to be? And I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't, I don't know, I have no idea. I said, I'll have to get back to you on that. And about 10 minutes later, I told her, I said, I think I would want to be a dog that lives in Austin. Because yeah. People yeah. love dogs in Austin. And they really, frankly, treat dogs better than they treat people. Yeah. And so... I think I'd want to be a dog in Austin. There's a lot of dog and animal wellness nonprofits. We've spoken to a few yeah. of them to a point where I jokingly call us the Austin Dog Cast. It's yeah. really so true. Dogs. Yep. And we what? just did a we did a mini horse therapy uh-huh. group. Oh, um, cool. Can you bring those to parks? Mini horses. You know you can. Um, there, there are a few parks where you can take horses. Uh, I Onion Creek Metropolitan Park, which sort of immediately comes to mind, has some. Actually, has horse. Uh, horses on it and so oh, oh cool uh, but yeah there are so many great there are a ton of great dog related or pet related mm-hmm. organizations in Austin Austin Pets Live oh, yeah. Humane yeah, yeah. Society there's so many great organizations yeah. doing great work so. I care about my dog probably more than myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think most dog owners would say that yep yeah I, a friend of mine uh, he just got a dog recently and it's like he's a father now like a single father he has to be mm-hmm. home for lunch take the dog out like he's constantly trying to find places that let dogs be uh, this is up in the Dallas area where he lives and uh, in Frisco, Texas where I'm from there's not that many dog friendly restaurants so mm-hmm. he's like, he has like a list of like places he can bring his dog to just because he's yeah. like a father now right bring that, Fido is a good app yeah I don't know about that that's mm-hmm. really funny well I have a two and a half year old which is kind of like having a dog yeah <laughs> and like that's my world, right? You think yeah. of places we can go and eat dinner where you can take a two and a half year old and not feel, you know, like you're annoying everybody in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So apparently, I was that kid that was annoying people in the restaurant. My parents <laughs> told me this one time we're at this Chinese restaurant, like a, and I was crying so hard that we had, like had to like leave halfway. <laughs> yeah, so apparently, I was that kid that was annoying. It's character building yeah. when your child uh, does something like that in in public. You. uh you learn a lot of humility um, when you have no control over it. So, what's your daughter's favorite park? Oh, or like what? she. There are several. Um, so, there's one really close to our house that's sort of right behind Franklin Barbecue called Lot P- uh, Pocket Park, mm-hmm. and it's a really small little park. But they have a really cool splash pad and some swings. She loves it there. She also really loves the Thinkery Playground across mm-hmm. the street from the Thinkery. It's in. Uh, in Miller, so kind of airport and I thirty five ish. So she really likes it. and she loves the Zilker Zephyr in Zilker Park. She loves mm-hmm. going on the train. Oh um, yeah, I bet. basically anywhere where there's water or swing sets, she is <laughs> she's in love. So, so yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have like uh, any uh, favorite projects you've worked on other than the uh, Auditorium Shores one? Oh like, yeah, like you, when you like, go to that park or like you see like it in development, you're like yeah, that's it. That's why I'm here. Yeah, so we just gave a grant to this park in sort of north North Austin called St. John's Park. It's kind of at the corner of 183 and I-35. These people from the neighborhood came, and so we do, twice a year, we give 
grants up to $50,000 to people to do projects in their park. And then throughout the year, we give smaller grants. And then once a year, we give $100,000. We call it the impact grant. And last year was the first year we did it. But we got all these applications, and um, we awarded it to St. John's Park. And I had actually never been there before. It's in a really random place that I have never spent a lot of time. And uh, we were meeting my wife's parents one Sunday, and, I, and we were close. And I said, hey, we've got to drive by. I want to go see this park. And drove down the road. And, and their park, and I'm using air quotes, is this abandoned lot behind a bunch of behind like a strip mall. Um, and there's an old pool that's been, that's been not had water in it for many, many years. And it's surrounded by a fence with razor wire on it. And it just is awful. I mean, it's, if you saw it, you would say, Oh yeah, that's a vacant lot. That's Mm -hmm. not a park, but it's the only thing that they have in their neighborhood. And they wanted to build some trails and build a pavilion. And so, you know, seeing that and, and being able to help, um, construct parks or rehabilitate parks in places where people have so little is really, you know, that's a lot of fun. And then also being able to do like, we were involved with the Austin City Limits Music Festival when we uh, renovated Zilker Park years ago and auditorium tours. When was that? When did you renovate Zilker Park? It was in two, it started in 2008, I believe. So it happened uh, and it was before my time here, but they they did it, and then right uh, maybe a year or so after it was done, they had an ACL where it rained a lot. And uh, <laughs> oh, I think it, I heard it was about the mud, the mud year. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I um, heard about the mud. There are lots mud of pest. pictures online. It was uh, it and it essentially destroyed the park, and so they had to kind of, <laughs> no. they had to redo it. And so renovate. But now it's you know now it's this beautiful. They call the the lawn at. at at Zilker Park, the Great Lawn, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful because uh, one of our partners invested several million dollars to replant that lawn and put a sprinkler system in and take mm-hmm. really great care of it. And unfortunately, that's just not the norm in Austin as as far as how we take care of our parks. But those are fun examples. And then we're in the process of doing this project at Republic Square downtown, which is a really that? really small. It's an acre and a half uh, mm-hmm. historic square at the corner of Fourth and Guadalupe. Okay. Um, so right next to the federal courthouse, it's where they do the farmer's market every Sunday, I Saturday. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it was one of the original four. It was actually the, the plot of land where Austin started in 1839. Oh. It's where they sold the original lots that made up Austin, Texas. And so not unlike most parks, it was in really bad shape. And a few years ago, we teamed up with the downtown Austin Alliance and the city and we did this sort of big campaign and we uh, raised a bunch of money and we have been renovating it, and we're going to reopen it in a couple months. And when it's done, instead of handing it back to the city, we're going to hand it over to the DAA, and they're going to kind of operate and maintain it in perpetuity. And so what you'll end up seeing is a park not unlike if you see like Clyde Warren Park in Dallas, where Mm -hmm. there's been a huge investment in infrastructure and somebody else uh, owning... the Pro Museum? Uh, yes, yeah, it I is. love that park. Yeah, it's, it's my favorite park in Dallas. It's really beautiful. Every time I go back to Dallas, I always try to go there. It's, what makes it unique? It's I've like, never well, been there. First off, it's like built over a highway. It's built over a freeway. Yeah, yeah there's a highway that goes right beneath it. It's like a six lane highway. It's a huge highway. Cool. It's built on top of it. There's a bunch of food trucks there, which is great. Mm-hmm. They have like a small wire park for kids there. Mm-hmm. It's like in the museum district of Dallas too. You got the Perot Museum down yeah. the road from it, the art museum next to it. 
It's in a beautiful part of Dallas. It's like the best part of Dallas. Yeah. So anyhow, we've we've done a bunch of cool projects, and we sort of continue to work on fun projects. And so this year, we're one of the things we're doing is we're working with a bunch of organizations that all do work in and around Zilker Park to celebrate Zilker's 100th anniversary, which is this year. Wow. And so there are about ten or twelve organizations that that sort of do nonprofit work within Zilker Park. Mm-hmm. And so we've kind of all teamed up to celebrate and make a big deal out of the fact that the you know Zilker's a hundred years old. I know so. it's a hundred years old now. Yeah, it's crazy. Also probably the most beautiful park in Austin too. It's a I beautiful love, well speaking of the skyline and the skyscrapers, yeah. I do love it there yeah. like the view is really yeah, cool of downtown <laughs> yeah, like, so at night it's probably more our generation thing but like every girl on tinder has a photo of her like in zilker park <laughs> uh-huh. with the skyline behind her of course it's such a yeah. beautiful place right and like, on tinder photo, that's yeah, really funny <laughs> so that's how i could show how young i am <laughs> that's okay yeah. yeah i was just going to tinder this morning <laughs> or well way to be honest kyle yeah no kidding <laughs> But, How'd it go? We could, uh, <laughs> amen. We could, we could go on a tangent. You just yeah, let no yourself kidding. open there. I know. Ladies, I'm single right now. <laughs> Let's pivot to Kyle's love life. No, actually, yeah. on my Tinder profile, the first thing that says is like, I have a podcast of the nonprofits of Austin. I use it to promote this podcast. I've gotten nice. some listens from She's actually dating listens. websites. <laughs> yeah. Some people have been like, I checked out your podcast. It sounds pretty cool. How are you doing? <laughs> I mean... I would think if you were young and male and doing a podcast about nonprofits, that would attract some pretty cool, cool yeah. people. I think so. I need to get some photos of like me with the recording <laughs> equipment though, because none of them have the recording equipment, so they might not buy it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get serious. <laughs> and then a dog, a dog always, a dog works. always yeah. works, and babies, babies. <laughs> yeah. like, just borrow, borrow someone's baby for I a couple actually, of hours. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just put my friend's baby in uh, one of my Tinder pictures. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, so I'll borrow my, my cousin just had her first kid, and that kid is so adorable. I'll just go up to Flower Mountain and borrow her kid for a photograph. <laughs> take some photos of her That's yeah, exactly I mean, right. So there's a lot of parks here in Austin that can help you sell yourself. That's, it's <laughs> very true. Like, yeah. I would, I would think that's a great place to meet a future mate is in a park, right? Yeah. Like, people like the outdoors, mm-hmm. says something good about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Better than a bar. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm definitely all for that. I, I can, I hate loud bars. Like, I consider myself a talkative person, but I just, I shut down at loud bars. I just cannot talk at loud bars. I'd rather go dancing there. But yeah, anyways, I digress. Into this tangent about <laughs> that was a good lives. tangent. <laughs> 10 out of 10, best tangent we've had. I think that might have been one of our best. <laughs> but, uh, now I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know where we go from here. Totally uh, so distracted. do you do like anything personally with like ACL or like any music fest too? Do you like, yeah. you, like with them saying like So I don't know if you see that giant check oh, over whoa, there that yeah. says um Vanna White a check from Austin City Limits Music Festival to Austin's parks for six point three million dollars. Um, Where'd go, ACL? Last year alone. So we are I the bene- we're the beneficiary of the festival every year. And so basically what that means is they give back a percentage of the tickets and some other sort of bar sales and stuff to us. And then we turn around and put it back into parks. And so many, many years ago now, I think 12, we partnered up with them uh, and it started out really small. People forget that, you know, not that long ago, ACL was a pretty small event. Mm-hmm. And then once it became two weekends, our deal got even better and it's just sort of grown and grown and grown. And so we use money from that event and put it back into parks all over town uh, every year. 
So yeah, it's super fun. That's probably one of my favorite things about the job is, is working with those folks. Do they give you free tickets? They do. Yeah. I mean, it's work. It is, it's work for me to go to ACL. (laughs) I have to be, you know, backstage making sure Kanye is happy because (laughs) it's essentially my event. So so hard. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a tough life. But that's really cool though that I didn't even think about how purchasing a ticket could be enhancing a park in the future. Yeah, I'm looking at you, like, right here, you also have like, a list of your special thanks. So, like, I, all these organizations are looking at, like, Cleanscapes, ACL. Oh, yeah, that was from our Adopt-A-Park Summit. Okay, um, so all these people, though, give you, in a sense, if you're a customer, but then you're kind of giving back as well. That's right. So we got Easy Corp, Central National Bank. And... Wheatsville. Wheatsville's been so amazing oh, yeah, to us of, over the years. Been, yeah. They're so great. Do a bunch of our like, nonprofits like work with you as well? You said that you worked with like some Zilliqa-based nonprofits. Do you want to give any shout-outs? Yeah, I mean we've we've given a lot of money to the Trail Foundation and various projects on the trail. We made a huge investment in uh, the Barton Springs Conservancy, so they're trying to renovate the bathhouse oh, yeah. at Barton Springs. We made mm. a pretty significant contribution. Want to talk to. The Umlauf Sculpture Garden. We've we've made some pretty sub- significant gifts to them, which we think is a really it's an amazing place. Um, Nature and Science Center. Where's Again, it's right underneath Mopac in Barton's in Zilker Park. Oh, okay. So just on wow. the south side of Mopac. Okay. Um, it's a really spectacular place. Um, okay. it's, it's pretty kid focused, but okay. they've got sort of all these cool exhibits and, um, hiking trails and it's totally off the beaten path. Zilker Botanical Garden. We've worked really closely with them. Sunshine Camps. A couple of years ago, we gave money from ACL to the Sunshine Camps to build bunk beds. So Sunshine Camp is basically this really cool camp that's in the middle of Zilker Park, and you've probably never seen it before because it's kind of hidden back in the trees. But every year, they take kids throughout the summer for a week or two weeks of summer camp. And they're mostly kids that are coming from disadvantaged backgrounds that have probably never been to Barton Springs before. They've probably never been to Zilker Park before and it's free. Um, so we built, we helped them build or buy all these bunk beds to house mm-hmm. kids, uh, for the summer. So yeah, a bunch of great organizations. And then the, I have to give a shout out to the Zilker Brewing Company. So oh. we approached them. I love them. That's like our favorite brewing. <laughs> yeah. So we approached them. I approached them about uh, six months ago and said, Hey, I have this wacky idea. We're, we're teaming up with all these groups to do this big, uh, Zilker 100th anniversary thing. Mm-hmm. Would you guys be interested in brewing a beer? And so a couple months later, they now have the Zilker 100 beer. Mm-hmm. It's called the Parks and Rec Pale Ale. They have mm-hmm. it in their tap room. Huh. And it just came out last week in Cannes, so you can actually That's buy it at H-E-B. Yeah. So, and it's just been a ton of fun. So, it, you know, the Zilker 100 brand is on the can, and then our logo's mm-hmm. on the back, and they're giving it's back really a percentage good. of the proceeds. I think I, I had it last It's really weekend. good. Um, I'm a fan, though, so... And they're just, yeah, they're super nice guys, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Patrick and his brother Forrest have just been great, so... A lot of fun. That is, that is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask that I saw on the website was this, uh, I think you just ended the project since it said there's a five year project started in 2011. It was the Campy, the Urban Campy restoration. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was curious, like, what that was about. You know, the urban canopy is just essentially all the trees in the urban core. And so, unfortunately, again, you talk about these tall buildings, they're kind of disappearing at a a somewhat alarming rate. And so we've spent a lot of energy trying to take care of the trees and the urban canopy and add trees to the urban canopy. And so that was a a grant project that we did a number of years ago, but we continue to sort of invest in the urban canopy by planting new trees and mulching the trees Mm -hmm. 
um, that are already there. And yeah, you know, I think that's one of the things people really take for granted is, you know, and, and it's easy to keep going back to Zilker Park because it's familiar, but there are all these really amazing trees in Zilker, but they essentially haven't been cared for in a hundred years. And so a couple of years ago during the Memorial Day floods, we lost a gigantic tree right near the Rock Island. But we go throughout the year and we'll take groups out there to mulch those trees. And so it just helps them sort of get nutrients and retain water and and continue to be healthy trees so that we don't lose them because, you know, you can't those trees you can't replace. Mm-hmm. And so it's a big focus of what we do year round. Do you guys book events in Zilker Park too? Like how does that all work? So the the city of Austin Parks and Rec Department has an events office and so oh, they okay. manage the reservations of parks and booking of events in parks and it's kind of all across it's all over the map in terms of, you know, some parks you can rent, some parks mm-hmm. you can't, some parks you can do events in, some you can't. And so they've got a they've got an office that's probably got three or four people in it that just manage the wow, reservations yeah. of parks. That would be really busy. <laughs> like job. I wonder how far in advance Zilker is booked out till. So you can't you essentially can't put a new event in Zilker. So there are about so there are a handful of events in Zilker now. There's ACL, there's Trail of Lights, there's Blues on the Green, there's Kite Festival, and I think that's it. But they've essentially said there are no more events in Zilker Park. So unless one of those events dies or goes somewhere else, ACL is not going anywhere anywhere anytime soon. And so, you know, there's been a, particularly in the sort of downtown core auditorium shores is another great example. The city council a few years ago mandated that you can only do 25 event days on Mm -hmm. auditorium shores. And so the reggae festival Mm -hmm. and South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. And there, there are sort of all these events that happen there. And unless one of those events goes away, there are no new events on auditorium shores, Which and so makes sense. It keeps the grass alive mm-hmm. and clean; doesn't get like too much trash everywhere. It yeah, and like- I think it's it's really more of a just maintaining parks for public use, mm-hmm. right? So, and you, you what you don't want is to have a bunch of events that put up fences and mm-hmm. and charge exorbitant ticket prices to. Mm-hmm every day of the year, then, then it's not a public park anymore. So you have to sort of manage, um, you have to manage those events. So does everybody have a green thumb? No, I don't at all. And I love to garden. I'm just really terrible. So (laughs) I'm getting better. I guess not unlike, you know, anywhere you work, you start to learn a lot. Like, I, I love trees, but I don't know anything about trees. I mean, I you ask what that tree is, and I'll look at you like I you have it's a bird pretty. on your head. I, it's yeah. a really nice tree. It's green, but I've gotten a lot better. Like now, I'm can identify a lot yeah. of trees. And you're like, maybe I should place myself <laughs> in my profile Tinder picture by this tree. Uh, how many volunteers do you have? I think last year we had almost ten thousand volunteers Whoa. throughout the year. So every every year we do a big, the first Saturday of March every year, we have this big event called It's My Park Day. And it's essentially a big volunteer day. And right nowadays we get about 4,000 people on that day alone that go into their neighborhood park and do whatever it is that they want to do and have some volunteer leadership. And so between that and then the volunteer days we do throughout the year. I think last year we had almost 10,000 volunteers. I think so. our record uh, before this was talking to Austin Pets Alive that uh-huh. had about 1,000. So you oh, wow. 10 times the amount yep. then. Yeah. You're yeah. the winner. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the DNA of our organization is just getting people volunteering in their local parks. So it's what we've always done. And it's a great, you know, it's a great way for like corporate 
teams and stuff to go out and do team building. It's like you do something good mm-hmm. and you team yeah. build and you get outside mm-hmm. and everybody enjoys it and like understands an issue a little bit better. So it's a great way for people to, you know, we, we do corporate work days all the time. So we're actually, uh, right now working with, uh, I don't know if y'all saw in the news a few weeks or maybe a month ago, uh, someone, for some unknown reason, set fire to uh, the playscape at Oak Springs Elementary, oh, which is not too far from here. I know that. Yeah, so we're working with ASD and the Parks Department and UT actually to mm-hmm. rebuild it. So we're excited about that. Those are always fun projects to do. So we're everyday superhuman. So <laughs> if, if you were to have a superpower... What's your favorite animal? <laughs> but it's except I've actually thought about this one before. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd want to be able to be invisible. Yeah, we've had or that. fly. Flying. I've always been obsessed with flying, mm-hmm. so it'd be pretty cool to be able to fly. You could fly yeah. from park to park. Yeah. Act like a bird. <laughs> you know, be, from yeah. tree to tree. Hang out in the trees. <laughs> it's a pecan tree. No, it's an oak tree. <laughs> Some of the birds. Whew. Those lackbirds? The grackles. Yeah. Oh, they're the I worst. I didn't know they about them until... Endangered? No. No, yeah. that's not that. What's I the mean, one that's endangered on here? Because all like, birds The golden-cheeked great. warbler. Is that what? Yeah, that's like the infamous yeah. endangered bird of because Austin. with Austin Energy, there's certain places that we can't work on, and there's this reservation, a wildlife reservation in, like, northwest Austin, and uh, we can't do any work there during the summertime because it's, like, the mating season. Right. It. For that bird. Well, it's the same with the green belt. We, you can't do any sort of work on the green belt for a certain part of the year because it's the mating season for the, for the warbler. That's something I get a lot about Austin is just like the wildlife here too. It's cool. We have a, we have a staff member who's young and and single and he's sort of made it his mission to go to like all the parks and Mm -hmm. trails in Austin and he'll come back and ask me or talk to me about some place he went to the weekend before. Like, I've never even heard of that before. You know, we, I think there are 330 some odd parks, trails, and open spaces in Austin. And I, I still learn about new ones all the time. <laughs> it's I crazy. Mean, yeah. It's just a, it's a great city if you're into outdoors activities. Yeah. I think it's, so. Like coming from like a suburban Dallas to Austin, it's completely different. And I love it here way more than the Dallas area. Yeah. I came from suburban Houston once upon a long time ago and I feel yeah. the same way. It's like, yeah. Nary a day goes by. Did I really just say nary a day? That sounds like such an old person (laughs) thing to say. What is that even? (laughs) (laughs) Never a day goes by. Um, When I'm not on the hike and bike trail or at Barton Springs or in some park with my kid, Mm -hmm. like it's just great. I mean, it's nice. It's a nice benefit of living in Austin, just being close to that stuff. Yeah. I have this idea that I want to do, but I'm still like still too junior in my and not in Austin energy. But like downtown, we have like a bunch of uh, transmission poles running through the hike and bike trail. Uh huh. I was like, why can't we like put art on those and make them uh, look nice? It's really funny that you say that because part of the scope of this firm that we're working with is it's about 3.2 acres. It's basically everything that is south of Cesar Chavez and north of the lake between Shoal Creek and Lamar and in that space, there's one of there's like a giant utility pole, and there's a giant there's this giant uh, thing that holds up the railway, mm, and yeah. so they're just these sort of big concrete, hideous mm-hmm. looking objects that a bunch of weeds have grown up on mm-hmm. them and stuff. But it, 
that's exactly what I said. I was like, why couldn't you have a like a Hope Outdoor Gallery yeah. type installation <laughs> or some sort of public art installation yeah. or a climbing, like a climbing structure where kids could go and climb up? Yeah. I mean, you know, stuff like that is, I totally agree. I they, know. Yeah. Once I get like, enough seniority and uh, Austin Energy, I might push for that more. <laughs> Good luck <laughs> like, with that. I know that. the guy that do does it. I could do this. I have the connections. He Work your connections. Yeah. Keep Austin beautiful with the Austin Parks Foundation at austinparks.org and click that donate button. Also, you should definitely show your appreciation for all their hard work on facebook.com slash austinparksfoundation. See what's happening on their Instagram at austinparksfnd and catch the latest news on their Twitter at austinparksfnd. Are you an Austinite looking for ways to keep Austin awesome? Look no further than EverydaySuperhumans.com where you can learn more about the stories behind Austin's best nonprofits. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SuperhumansCast, like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash EverydaySuperhumans, and check out our Instagram at EverydaySuperhumans. Like what we're doing? Want to support the show? You can give us a hand by rating and subscribing to Everyday Superhumans on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're feeling really generous... Be sure to donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash everydaysuperhumans. And remember, not every hero has to fly. So grab your cape and let's go. Let's go.